Howdy, howdy, and welcome to episode number nine of One Plus One Makes Two. After our last episode, episode eight, Mother Nature looked me straight in the eye. Well, actually, both eyes. However, first, I must relate to you how the iris of her, her eyes sparkled as they transitioned from sky blue to cerulean to indigo, from neon green to an emerald to the dark green of late summer, to a pastel of sandy brown, then chestnut to puce, interspersed with aquas of green and blue, followed by saffron to a deep gold. I was enravished her eyes pulling me into a trance. I'm not sure for how long, till she spoke to me, raising her voice, shaking me by the shoulders, asking me several times if I heard her, till I nodded my head finally and said yes. Then she said, good Bob, now I must tell you, common sense-wise, how to overcome climate change with all of its multifarious maladies. Oh, excuse me. I'm hoping that's Mother Nature at the door. It would be so much better if she explains this to you, our listeners, rather than me. I'm opening the door and yes, hello, Mother Nature. Hi, Bob. Well, your window was closed, so this time I thought I'd use the door. Yes, well, that's good. You, you know, our deductible did not cover the damage you did to the last window. So, thank you. I was preparing to explain to our listeners what you told me last week concerning the elimination of climate change with its destructive ramifications. It would be so much better if you tell our listeners, for you know so much more about everything. Sure, Bob. And without the sugar coating with which you and your human buddies glaze over the facts, well, let's start by deciding what our goal is. Our goal is a healthier climate for me so that I can care for you. 1950 was the last year where the carbon dioxide in our atmosphere was the same as I provided without you humans altering the concentration. In 1950, there were 305 parts per million of carbon dioxide in my atmosphere. Compare that to today, we have 420 parts per million atmospheric carbon dioxide. Mother Nature, that sounds like a scary increase. Yes, Bob. Matter of fact, it's like 37.7% higher. And you know, Bob, that won't bother me one bit. Even if it did, I wouldn't care because I have no emotions. <laughs> and I feel no pain. I'm just a bunch of events and happenings and that's that. But you, you ought to be scared to death. 
Climate change is the doom of all mankind. And unfortunately, yes, many of your siblings, my other offspring, will perish with you. Well, Mother Nature, as you can see, no one likes your doomsday extrapolations. Harsh reality once again, Bob. Of course, thanks for the reminder. Um, now, last week you said it's because people are having too many children, and of course science has us all healthier and living longer, so that we are overpopulated considerably. Since 1950, we've tripled our population of the world. Is there any other reason you want to give us uh, today that is causing this climate change? Sure, Bob, it's the American dream, which is a romantic offshoot of plain old greed. And with all the advances in communication, why the whole world knows about the American dream and it's enticing nature, so the whole world wants it. Well, say what you will, Mother Nature. The original American dream is a positive concept coined and originally described by James Adam in his book that was published in 1931 entitled The Epic of America. Mr. Adams described the American dream as the upward mobility socially and economically that America offers everyone by means of sacrifice, risk-taking, and hard work. No matter your birthplace nor the previous status of you and your family. Bob, those must have been the days of yore because the current generation describes the American dream now as a home with at least 3,000 square feet of floor space costing $250,000 or more, two or more cars, and a college degree from a prestigious college or university. Frankly, the American dream is a nightmare which is accelerating the demise of all living species. We must replace this dream slash nightmare with one which is much healthier and practical to achieve the elimination of climate change or evolve a gene <laughs> which instinctively changes a person's behavior so that everyone wants smaller families, smaller houses, fewer cars, and less of a meaty diet if we're going to eliminate climate change. Great Mother Nature, everyone knows there's no such gene and the likelihood of there ever being one is zero. Tisk tisk, Bobby baby. Your leaders don't have the fortitude which is a euphemism for the balls to pass legislation with harsh language and laws that would decrease emissions and reforce millions of square miles of land which has been cleared 
for all the wrong reasons during the past three centuries. There are many reasons, Mother Nature, that people will not change their behavior to eliminate climate change. They cite misinformation which disclaims climate change. Bob, I'm needing a good joke about now. I'll just end this discussion with one fact. Misinformation and a lie are synonyms. They mean the exact same thing. And a lie is a form of theft which steals reality. I'm sorry if you humans need to base your behavior on one or more lies. Well then, with time, we can add Homo sapien to the list of extinct species. Brighten my day, Mother Nature. If only there were enough wise men in the world, we would not have a problem. For when a wise man becomes aware that the road he travels is wrong, he turns and travels back, no matter how long it may be, so that he might enter the road which is right. Mother Nature made your words be repeated by parents to their children, so their children, the next generation, know what they must do to ensure that you can provide for them. Mother Nature, what are you doing? That tickles, stop <laughs> Stop it, what are you doing to me? Stop it! Well, it's joke time, isn't it? Just thought I'd get you laughing. Okay, okay, gee. <laughs> I don't mind you doing it, really. You know, my back itches. Would you mind scratching my back now, too? Bob, I know where you're wanting this to lead. No, Bob. We'll just classify your remark as a manifestation of hormonal chemistry. Let's switch from hormonal to humorous responses. The joke's Bob. Sorry, Mother Nature. It must have just been an evolutionary uh, development that prompted me to say those things. So, listeners... I must tell you about a couple of friends I have. They have issues. Why one of them is claustrophobic. Well, what are friends for? So I suggested to him that he ought to become an astronaut so he could find some space. Another friend of mine is, is a real entrepreneur. Why, he even opened a health gym last year, but last month he closed it and I asked him why. He said, it just didn't work out. And I told him that's all right. He's just maintaining a little bit of the cosmic balance. Open, close. There you go. Well, listeners, you know I try to help your lives in any way I can. So when you're out shopping, as a consumer, remember, if an item you're wishing to purchase was made in a satisfactory, it's only average. Some of you listeners may recall that in some previous episodes, I have actually had conversations with several talking dogs. Well, believe it or not, just yesterday, I had a brief conversation with a talking angle. 
He was a bit obtuse and had a dejected look on his vertex, and he said he was extremely depressed. So I asked him why. He said it was because he's never right. Well, I wanted to give him some hope, so I said, don't worry, there will be someone in your life that will give you embraces and hugs and squeeze you till you're just right. Listeners, I have this habit. I'm not saying it's a good one, but whenever I'm waiting in a doctor's office, waiting room, or waiting to get my hair cut, I'll choose some tacky Hollywood magazine to read. It fulfills my need for petty trivia. Well, there is sometimes something of interest. For instance, one magazine revealed Forrest Gump's password. So for all you Forrest Gump fans and followers, his password is Forrest. Now, why didn't anyone reveal something like that and win our contest two weeks ago when we asked everyone to to reveal their best personal secret? Instead, we had a non-existent winner. Now, how many contests have, have you ever known about that had as their winner Mr. Non-existent? Oh, well, okay, okay. We'll just uh, move on to some more trivia. Do you know what twitches at the bottom of the ocean? A nervous wreck. And you know, listeners, I, I like to be open with all of you. So I will say this. I'm not perfect. I did lose a job once for having poor posture. I'm not sure which of my bosses was responsible, but I have a hunch. Well, I moved on to sharing ideas like this next one that will clearly bolster and benefit your life. If you have a problem deciding which hand to write with, don't worry about it. Use a pencil. That symbol's your cue, Bob. Time for the contest. Roger. Thank you, Mother Nature. First, we will announce the winner of last week's contest. The winner is inaudible. Yes. Unable to be heard. Undeterred as we are, we will plant a tree in Inaudible's honor. We will also send him a silent auditory message of congratulations. Now for this week's contest, listeners, phone in your entry with your favorite petty, insignificant complaint, gripe, bitch, whatever you want to call it. And if your entry contains sufficient above-average subjectivity, you might win. I know what my entry would be if I were eligible. It's about t-shirts. Like, some of them put their printing or pictures on the front and some on the back, and I'm never sure which type the t-shirt is. So I'm constantly putting them on the wrong way, and it's really difficult once the label comes out or if a printed label is washed out so I can't read it, why wearing a t-shirt backwards is an objectionable, repulsive experience with an irritating stricture of the neck and armpit areas. Please do not 
withhold your applause if you agree. Thank you so much for that. Absolute pettiness. Well, that's what our contest is all about. Phone in your entry to 706-940-2094. Entries must be 60 seconds or less in duration. Deadline is Sunday, November 13th, 2021. Only one entry per listener, please. Well, this concludes episode number nine. Mother Nature, would you like to say anything to our listeners? Anything! (laughs) No, Mother Nature, really, now, can't you say something to our listeners? Something! My Mother Nature, you're certainly (laughs) getting comfortable with your human stick. Hey, Bob, maybe you'll get some real entries for this week's contest. Oh, well, wait a minute. You're one to talk about real. What do you mean by that, Bob? Nothing. Nothing? I don't think so. Okay, I'm sorry, Mother Nature. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.